double feature presents Pick 6. The guys make a top 5 list and add one more. Road trips, war movies, more death scenes, and you know it, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. Well, uh, gobble gobble. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, Hey, happy listeners. Thanksgiving, yes, it's a special... Thanksgiving well, that cut out really quick. Well, it'll fade. <laughs> and just so you know, I'm fading right now. I'm muting the track so we don't have to pop in. <laughs> what is odd about that comment to the listeners is they have no idea what we're talking about yet because the pick six season that they're going to hear all that happen in is uh, next year. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy this in the tangent reel. <laughs> that's just going to be my uh, that's going to be my go to phrase. Oh, but. We thought, uh, we mentioned it in the Halloween episode, we thought it might be fun to do a quick pick six, uh, or a less than quick pick six. But a six pick of pick sixes of food scenes or dinner scenes, dinner scenes some sort of fellowship in uh, in movies. I'm like, hey, you know. Let's do it. We like to eat food and drink beer. So uh, what's that one you got? I got here the uh, Narragansett. It's a lager. Quint likes to crush them for uh, for hunting sharks, and apparently, my favorite you know food eating scene is when Jaws eats Quint. So it only seemed appropriate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Nathan's drinking the beer that they drink in Jaws, which I he sent he showed it to me when he got here today, and I was like, what the hell is that? And oh, that's pretty good. I didn't know you could get it here. Uh, yeah, I am drinking a uh, Mountain Fresh Rainier beer. Um. For one uh, very personal reason, uh, four, uh, four, five, six years ago, I went to see a good friend of mine uh, in Oregon uh, over Thanksgiving, um, and I'd always I'd, I'd seen Rainier pictures of it in magazines and and stuff, uh, reading about the grunge scene, right? Um, and they it's everywhere up there, just like I'm sure Narragansett is in, yeah. in the Northeast, in the Northwest. This is in gas stations, but he and I had a very fun uh, coastal adventure on the on the PCH. Uh, and I was in the passenger seat uh, drinking way too many of these. So it's a. It's <laughs> Is that a, an organ thing that you can do, I guess? Or you, you can do just... it anywhere, just don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, it's a Texas thing where you can crack it, drink it, and then it can sit in your cup holder, but you can't drink it while you're driving. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't drinking. You're like, this is not Texas. This. But is I was. Oregon. I was definitely drinking and being a passenger. And uh, man, that's been a year since I've had Mountain Fresh Rainier. Does it still taste Mountain Fresh? It tastes amazing. I love this beer. So, um, we'll get to it. It's uh, it's our pick six mm-hmm. eating scenes, Nathan, or food scenes in or movies. Food scenes. Nathan, you're the guests, and I won the coin toss. Like always, what is your number six? <clears throat> My number six is from a movie called Chef from 2014. It is with uh, John Favreau. Okay, uh, it's when he makes the Cuban sandwiches that he goes out and sells on his food truck. Uh, the whole the whole movie is basically a love letter to cooking and food. But when when Favreau's character, uh, Chef Carl Casper, goes through the process of making the perfect Cuban sandwich, it's just it's so simple and brilliant, and it just makes your mouth water when you watch it. I'm hungry now thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> and anybody knows the Cuban sandwiches. It's pork. It's marinated pork and ham. You have um, dill pickle and um, like Swiss cheese and mustard and on some type of Cuban bread or yeah. French bread, and then it's pressed and, and pressed in a panini. Mm-hmm. Cover, you know, it's kind of slathered in butter and get that kind of crusty on both sides. Yeah. Oh, anytime they're eating, cooking, or eating in this movie, which is about seventy-five percent of the movie to begin with, 
makes you so hungry if you haven't already eaten in the first place. I mean, <clears throat> when he's sitting there talking to his son about Twitter and he, you know, and he's just eating this grilled cheese, and every time he bites into it, it just he just crunches that that perfectly crunchy toasted bread of grilled cheese. It's just it makes you so want to crave that you know if you aren't already craving it i don't have the sounds to share with you because i only have two clips for uh, this pick six because i'm not clip heavy it's not a bountiful harvest today no it is not (laughs) (laughs) so that is my pick six is the cuban sandwiches uh in chef my sixth pick is it's hard to say it is the dinner scene from the movie nothing but trouble Man, that's the second time that you've brought up nothing but trouble that I'm going to have to... Uh... I'll let you borrow it. It's a great movie. Uh, it's once they've they've been taken prisoner, prisoner, hostage, whatever you want to say, but it's it's supper time, and they come downstairs, and they've got the little... The, the table converts into... There's like a model train in it, and all the condiments are on like oil tanker cars. Okay. And then there's like a little a little Gosh, missile... it's a long time. A little I've missile seen. shooter that shoots out gherkin pickles. <laughs> And they've got, how do you like your dog? And I like mine. This is how I like mine. And I think you'll like them the same. It's sort of akin to the dinner scene from Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it's a little more lighthearted. Okay. A little more wacky. Um, and just, they take a, a, who wants a nice Hawaiian punch? And he has like an oil can of Hawaiian punch and he takes an oil can, like spout and pokes it, pops in, there, it in there. And that's how he serves Hawaiian punch that's to everyone. Cool. And just Chevy Chase's reaction to the, this is how you guys eat. Okay. It every just, day. Every day. You eat garbage uh, with garbage. Okay. Well. <laughs> and then, you know, he's just classic Chevy Chase about it. And there's just, and then there's Ackroyd as the, as the Shire eating that, eating that big kielbasa or whatever. And he's shaking it like he's just got a big phallus in his face. It's uh, very creepy. Very. What do you mean by phallus? Big dick. A big penis. A big Dan Ackroyd penis. <laughs> Um, so the uh, nothing but trouble dinner scene is my uh, is my number six. What is your number five? My number five is Madison eats a lobster in Splash. <laughs> it's been uh, so long. Anybody who's seen Splash though, there's that iconic image of when Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah are at that restaurant, and she's just recently gotten her land legs <laughs> rather than sea legs, and they go and they have a nice lobster dinner. And the first thing she does is she picks up that lobster. And just bites right into the shell and all, and just chews it up. And you know the 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 patrons at the restaurant are all just a gasp, a gasp, yeah, a gasp, and eyes open. And, and Tom Hanks just goes, "She's really hungry." <laughs> <laughs> and what it's like, oh, that's disgusting. I can't believe someone would do that. But what blows my mind even more is I pulled up a little trivia on it, and apparently Daryl Hannah is, or was at the time, maybe still is, a vegetarian. So she didn't want to eat the lobster. And so what did they do? Well, they scooped out the lobster and put in some type of like soy tofu paste. Really? And she still had to bite through a lobster shell in order to get to that paste. And according to Ron Howard, who said that at the end of every take, uh, she would break down and cry and start crying because of the lobsters that gave their life for the scene. So, so yeah, that's my number five. Madison uh, bites into a lobster shell and all uh, in Splash, 1984. It's a little known fact. Her name is not actually Madison. Her name is... <laughs> I'm going to enter in... <laughs> I can give you a clip to plop, plop in there if you want. If not, we'll stick with your E. I'm going to stick with that. That's nice. 
<laughs> okay, so that's your number five. My number five is like the the family gathering at the Godfather in the Godfather. Okay, when Michael and it actually might even be in Godfather Part Two. It was shot for the Godfather. I know, it might be in Godfather Part Two, but it's when Michael tells tells everybody that he's he's enlisted. It's the end of Godfather Part Two. Okay, is it at the end? Okay. Yes, when Sonny like starts to beat the shit out of him. Yes, they're all Smack sitting there around. talking. It's 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 Dad's birthday. That's what it is. I yeah. only say this. Papa's, Papa's I mean, birthday. I already have this in my memory, but it's very fresh because when I was sick recently, I watched one and two back to back during my sick day, and I forgot how two ended. In, two ends after he's killed, had his brother whacked. Uh, it fades back to a scene where they're all there and Michael hasn't Michael's just enlisted but hasn't gone right it's on December 7th 1941 because they're sitting down to eat Pearl Harbor Day Pearl Harbor Day yeah, uh, would, can you believe the, the Japs the, 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 on they Pop's bummed? birthday yeah on Pop's birthday yeah, yeah. that's I love that scene because it's not it's not an active like eating isn't the crux of what they're, you mean, they're doing you there's Carlo eating. before he's beaten the crap out of uh What's her name? Connie. Yeah, Connie. Spoiled guinea brat. <laughs> uh, I love that scene because it just shows that in that family, that's still the nucleus of a day. Is you you sit around the table and you you have you you conduct your your family business, not right. your family business, but your your actual blood family business. There, you talk about what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and I'm not sure if they shot that. During the Godfather or for Godfather Two, because the way they play it, they play it because Marlon Brando's never in the scene. Right, they're all waiting for him to show up, yeah. and the way the scene ends is because he's arrived and they all leave, and then Michael's just sitting there at the table by himself. And that's the best part of it. <coughs> right, you, you are you you start to see that, or you well, that's the end of the movie, but you see that alienation start to happen in Michael. Right. So sorry, long winded. The uh, waiting for Papa. Uh, pre-dinner dinner scene in Godfather Part 2 is my number five. What is your number four? My number four is uh, the use your imagination dinner scene from Hook. Oh, as soon as you said that, I knew where you were going. That's a good one, man. That's great. <laughs> well, I almost went... Now, now, I don't know how much you have or haven't seen of Harry Potter. Zero. Okay, I figured that's what it was. I almost went with Harry Potter because the first film first introduced when they're in the dining hall and all the food just magically arrives and it looks fantastic. <laughs> you know, yeah. all the turkeys and meats and things and just everything just looks fantastic. I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm like, no. But you know who did it first and almost did it better, in my opinion, was Spielberg and Robin Williams playing you know Peter Pan in Hook. And so when when Peter arrives at the table the first time with you know um with a never what's it? What are they called again? Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. I wanted to say Never Boys. I'm like that's not right. <laughs> uh, with the Lost Boys, they all sit down and everybody just starts let's dig in and all the bowls and lids open steam. and steam and there's they nothing waft it into their face. And it's not and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait. There's nothing here." And I just love that along with the following time that they sit down and he's finally gotten to the point where he knows and remembers how to use his imagination. Right, right. And pulls out and that starts the food fight. And then all of the food arrives. All of the food appears. Correct. Just so magically. And so while Harry Pit- Harry Pitter, Harry Potter did it well, it's just Hook did it first and they did it better. 
I can't I can't attest to whether they did it better, but they I, did. I would assume they did because they did. If you do it first, you do it better. Yeah, in my opinion, that's what I always say. When you I, do I it first, watched, you do it better. I haven't seen Hook in so long. I'd love to go back. You know, I have uh, two action figures from that movie. Um, I have the worst Robin Williams action figure ever. It looks nothing like him. <laughs> and then okay. I have the worst Dustin Hoffman action figure as as Captain Hook. All right, both kind of cool. He has uh, two things fold out. You know how the old Star Wars toys. Um, the lightsabers would slide out of the forearm. slide out of the forearm. So yeah. this uh, Captain Hook, I have two things flip out of his arm. It's a, a dagger and then a hook. It's kind of cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to dig those up. All right, yeah. So that's my number four. Um, my number. Uh, <coughs> give me your hat. There you go. I'm gonna puke in it. <laughs> it's the dinner scene from Temple of Doom. Oh, I thought about that one, but I chose not to go with chilled monkey brains. <laughs> monkey brains. Ah, oh, for a dessert, a chilled a monkey brains. Snake surprise. <laughs> What's a surprise? Give me your hat. Why? Because I'm going to puke in it. it. <laughs> that that scene is nothing other than to like, hey, uh, George. What's up, Steven? They're talking about giving us a PG-13 because of all the dark content and violence in this movie have you ever had indian food no well that's that's fine they want a pg-13 i'll give them a fucking pg-13 go get me uh get me the visual effects guy i want to cut up snakes i need I want scarabs to, i need eyes with yeah, floating and eye soup, soup. <laughs> it's so you've never had indian food have you george no i haven't i'd assume it's I like this yeah <laughs> it must be like this well it's not it's, it's just delicious. a total it's just a total gross out anti-dinner scene yes Absolutely, but then you you flip over and Indy's sitting there just like, what is he eating that he doesn't care to? It doesn't bother him that he's eating whatever he's eating. It's like he's he's just eating. Indy, oh yeah, that's right. Indy kind of plays it down like, yeah, just 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 kale, you know. I, I, oh, sorry, it's just a slave's eyeball. I'll just <laughs> they crunch. You eat them. Uh, They're dates. You eat them exactly. <laughs> that's my number four. Is the is the gross zoological dinner scene from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. What's in there? Gas. Where's your lunch? You're wearing it. You're nauseating. <laughs> What's that? Sushi. Sushi? <laughs> Rice, uh, rockfish, and seaweed. You won't accept a guy's tongue in your mouth and you're gonna eat that? Can I eat? I don't know. Give it a try. What's your 
What are we having? Uh, it's just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? Soup. Oh, that's apple juice. I can read. P, B, and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Ah, what a dick. <laughs> sit down and try to steal my lunch and then dog on it? Yeah. Make fun of my mom and my dad? It's Mr. Shit. Mr. Big Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of trash. Uh, there was no truer sense of who these characters were until they pulled their lunches out and put them on the table. What movie is that from, Nathan? Uh, that would be The Breakfast Club. It's lunchtime. <laughs> I knew that. You knew that. Now the listeners know that. Now the listeners. Yeah, so that was my number three is lunchtime in The Breakfast Club. You won't accept a tongue in your mouth, but you'll eat that? Can I eat? I don't know. <laughs> Give it a try. And then the wrestler pulls out like three so, or four sandwiches, a giant there, bag of chips. Was there the kid in your class that brought that for lunch every day? Uh, Not that much. There was, a, there was a dude in my class that brought that much f***ing food. Like he, he maybe not that much food, but he brought half it half of his refrigerator. It a, seemed in like a, in a grocery bag, right? And like and it was a shitload of food. He was an athletic cat, but uh, I just love the like, I love Jesus, the athlete. Dude. <laughs> uh, it was a bag of chips, at least three sandwiches, possibly four. I couldn't tell. <laughs> a, like a a carton of milk or chocolate <laughs> milk, a bag of like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I thought it was donuts at first, but I looked at it again. And I think it said chocolate chip cookies. It was cookies, yeah. A banana. And an apple. I thought there was an orange, too, because sometimes it rolls off, right? It may have been the apple, but either okay, way. Yeah, I think the apple maybe rolls off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the sugar, pixie, the pixie uh, stick and uh, Captain Crunch sandwich. And we were talking while the clip was playing. Was it pimento loaf? And she yeah. flips up? Hits the head of the statue. Yeah. You. So you've never had just like a straight sugar sandwich in your life? Uh, with butter and sugar, yes. I've had it like Fried? toast. Oh, okay. Like so, open face. But I've never had like... So I... I, I in more than once, I'd taken just a good slice of white I think bread. More than once, <laughs> taken a good slice of white bread, covered it with sugar, put another slice of white bread on it, and you got to crunch it down. Okay, so nothing's it, holding the sugar in outside of the bread. It's gravity. Okay, <laughs> and pressure. You, you eat it. Hor- you have to eat it horizontally. Pressure. Eat it horizontally like a donut. Well, Otherwise, yeah. it'll all fall out the bottom. Okay, but uh, it's not healthy. No. It's bad time. But apparently it was delicious for you at that time. I mean, I was, that's why I was a fat kid. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> uh, she had no idea I was doing it. So that was your number three. That was my number three. My number three is the three amigos as they sit around the campfire eating the bat. God, man, it's been so long. I hardly remember that. Pass, pass some wings, please. I thought you were going to say sitting around the fire. I thought you were going to say all the ones eating beans. <laughs> No, from Blazing Saddle. Blazing Saddle. No, it's after they've they've started yeah. out across the desert uh, after El Guapo. El Guapo. And they're uh, <laughs> I forget yeah. how they managed to eat the catch the bat, but <laughs> they uh, they've all three got like they've they've roasted these bats over the fire. It's just like it's super for just a second. It's super dark, right? Because it's otherwise it's like you know they're trying to play off the old kind of Tom mix movies where the cowboys sit around the fire and they eat their beans or they eat their whatevers did he wept and uh well, Tom not makes wept not during the bat oh okay. bat food scene <laughs> but uh it's a little play off of that and then they're but they're they're sitting there eating these just these dark roast fire roasted 
barbecued bats. <laughs> and they're playing it off like it's I not. Need, like I need to watch that again. That's been a long time. I can time. let you borrow it. Um, I've got all your cheesy movies. Uncle Trav's Cheesy Movie Rental is what it, w- what it would be called. Send your membership uh, fees to... $20 a day uh, is our fee. Very cheap. <laughs> very uh, cheap. But yeah, that's that's my number three. It's very simple. It's the, it's the uh, Dusty, Ned, and Lucky Day eating the uh, fried bats out in the desert and Three Amigos. That's my number three. What is your number two, sir? Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy explanation. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it. Want to change the world There's nothing to it So, uh, for those that haven't figured it out already, that would be... (laughs) Bill Wonka! That would be uh, Bill Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) That would be Willy Wonka... Bill Wonka and the Shit Station! (laughs) That would be Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That is Gene Wilder, the one and only... That's the number two thing that I see him in my head when I think of anything that he's been in. First is usually Young Frankenstein. Number two is Willy Wonka. Uh, when Gene Wilder opens the door to that garden, and I, I really debated back and forth between this one and the Candyman towards the beginning of the movie. The, the guy in the candy store? Yeah. That's, I, mean, I love that song that's, so it's much. Almost, well, it's a great song, and as a kid, it's almost pornographic with the amount. Just here, <laughs> let me just open the door. Open the... What was it that that I'm not going to touch you, kids. Come on back into come the on bathroom. Back. Have some candy. Yeah, <laughs> it's not laced with sedatives or nothing. No, but oh, <laughs> you just you, you imagine the just the free reign to run through a candy store and just eat whatever you wanted to, and you thought that was good, and then Willie Wonka where, and then Willie Wonka it. said, "Hold my beer, <laughs> <laughs> hold my chocolate milk, chocolate or, beer." Right. Uh, it's just that it it's wonderfully enticing and incredible to see just everything here in this garden yeah and you can eat is edible or eatable you can eat almost anything Anything. that makes me want to be a kid and eat a bunch of candy you don't have to be a kid to do that okay (laughs) so that's my number two my number two goes along with your beer and it is the wine slash dinner scene in jaws uh, oh, that is good. Where they start to hatch the plan. It's, I didn't know what you're having, so I brought both. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to let that breathe a little. <laughs> uh, they start to hatch. The, they start to hatch the plan of how to, um, like, what's going on, how they're gonna, yeah, how they're going to do it. So my husband says you're into sharks, <laughs> and then it's it's they. I think Hooper and what's the wife's name? Uh, Ellen, Ellen, Ellen Brody. Ellen Brody. They they're gone for some reason, but then. Um, 
um, Chief Brody and his kid play that little game of mirror. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's That's so great. Such a, it's not again. It's not one of those. Hey, and the was, food's here. The food's here, everybody. Great. It was, it was after dinner. It's, it's a, like just before the kid wants to probably go and play with his toys in his right. room. But adjacent but to dinner just, is still dinner. You know? Yeah. And and just sitting there with his dad. And that's that was, all Spielberg, I believe. Yeah. That shit like it does those kinds of things are they're rare. Like mm-hmm. when because I had a dad that was in civil I I have a dad that was in civil service. And for him to still kick another fifteen minutes to just sit at the table. Let's means let's one, break bread. Mean, yeah, know. it means one of two things. It means like you don't believe the fucking day I've had, or how was your day? Yeah, kind of thing. And he sits there and has that moment with his kid, and it's just it's a couple of things in the movie. It's it's the Brody that has to go out into the world and do this horrible shit, not horrible shit, but he has to go out there and do this. I don't want to do this. I'm scared of the water. I'm <laughs> what's it I'm, called? Drowning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it for the good of the city. Is there a but, technical word for that? <laughs> but then he's he's also here with his kid, and he's having this this great moment with his kid. Yeah, and it's, it's that that whole scene is almost everybody that matters in that movie is are you eating this (laughs) (laughs) i love the i'm probably mid to late 20s i'm not married yet and i am not afraid to take this plate of food that no one is eating and start going because i am hungry Hungry (laughs) you may want to let that breathe that's a that's a that's a really good scene. I don't know why I even crossed my mind. I thought I love, you might have picked that one. I love your one. choices that you've picked because yours is more sit down like that communal yeah yeah like dinner where mine have been more specifically focused kind of on the food itself. Right. So it's kind of I love the the balance between those two. So that's good. That's really good. I like it. Thanks. That's my number two. That that scene in Jaws. Um, I'm guessing you have a clip for your number one. That would be correct. In prison. Dinner was always a big thing. We had a pasta course, and then we had a meat or a fish. Paulie did the prep work. He was doing a year for contempt, and he had this wonderful system for doing the garlic. He used a razor, and he used to slice it so thin that it used to liquefy in the pan with just a little oil. It's a very good system. Vinny was in charge of the tomato sauce. Got this Patrice, the kinds of meat and meatballs. You've got the veal. Beef and pork. Ah, good, but you gotta have the pork. I felt to use too many onions, but it was still a very good sauce. Vinny, don't yeah. put too many onions in the sauce. I didn't put too much onions in there. Oh? Yeah, three small onions, that's all I did. Three onions? How many cans of tomatoes did you put in there? I put two cans, two, two big cans. cans. You don't need three onions. Johnny Deal did the meat. We didn't have a broiler, so Johnny did everything in pans. I used to smell up the joint something awful, and the hacks used to die, but he still cooked a great steak. Hey, how do you like yours? Red. Medium red. Medium red. Hmm. Aristocrat. See, you know, it, when you think of prison, you get pictures okay. in your mind of all those old movies with rows and rows of guys behind bars. But it wasn't like that for wise guys. It really wasn't that bad. Except that I missed Jimmy. He was doing his time in Atlanta. Give me two steaks while you're in there, all right, John? Sure enough, she goes in up there. I mean, everybody else in the joint was doing real time, all mixed together, living like pigs. But we lived alone. I mean, we owned the joint. Even the hacks we couldn't bribe would never rat on the guys that we did. I took care of them. All right, what'd you bring? All right, uh, bread. Good. 
fresh. Vinny, I got your peppers and onions. Salami, prosciutto, a lot of cheese. Come on, come on. What else? Scotch. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you one thing right now. If if I ever have to go to prison, I want to go to Wise Guy Prison. <laughs> I don't think you've put in the work. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, for those that are unaware, that is the, uh, the dinner scene in prison from Goodfellas. I didn't know what it was uh, until you heard. Until I heard in prison. prison. Yeah. <laughs> this movie made me want to learn how to cook. You know. Yeah. The preparation. I, I'll tell you one thing right now. I have never. Shaved a <laughs> garlic, a garlic with, a with a razor. Same, but I'm sure that if I did, it would taste fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do think of this every time I cut vegetables because Jamie rough cuts her vegetables and it mm. drives me fucking nuts. Like <laughs> I need, I need a consistent size in my my diced or sliced veg. But it's not. You it's sound not, like my wife. It's not, it's not so much an OCD. She thing. likes. Well, no, she just wants smaller. Well, it's, it's, yeah. So that it all cooks evenly, right? But it's that's true. That's first and foremost. Secondly, For her, it's bite, and I don't want one that's giant and then one that's tiny. That's that that's I don't care Lisa. about. But it's for me. First and foremost, it's that it, it all cooks evenly. Right. And then secondly, it's visual. Yes. I don't care about the 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 size of, of biting, but I understand where she's where Lisa's coming from on yeah. that. Yeah. It's just the time and attention, you know, to detail for prepping and and always being around. You know, getting what they wanted while they're in prison. You know, and but sitting down and having that meal, breaking bread, and everyone was so important, like it was family. And I just kind of love yeah. that. You know, even that sense of family, which is really twisted and, and horribly messed up, <laughs> but it's still kind of endearing. Right. That that family atmosphere, and that's my number one. That's a great number one. Yeah. Um, my number one is close. Yours is a Scorsese film. Hmm. Toby Hooper. Mine is uh, a nouveau Scorsese. Okay. Bacon tastes good. Pork chops taste good. <laughs> oh, I never even thought of that. That's great. Hey, sewer at me tastes like pumpkin pie, but I'll never know because I won't eat the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> that breakfast scene at the end of Pulp Fiction, or at the beginning of Pulp Fiction, or at the end of Pulp Fiction. It's at both. Or at <laughs> I the, think maybe in both. The, it's at that one point in the circle that is the movie Pulp Fiction. Absolutely. It it's opens and ends with. Jules, and, Jules yes. and um, Vincent. At the diner, just having, having breakfast, breaking bread, having that conversation because they do some heavy shit for a living. But these dudes talk about esoteric shit too. Yes, that's. What do you think it's just going to be kung fu and just walk the earth? Yes. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what you decided to do, Vince. You decided to be a fucking bum, eat the shit I throw away, and then not to even to mention what plays out at the, you know, towards the end. Right. Yeah. But just those two sitting there talking about the fact that they they're, they're just talking about life. They're talking about well, they what, witnessed they what, witnessed a miracle. Yes, like we the viewer God came down and stopped these bullets. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but they'd, Shot they'd, Marvin in the face. They'd had that happen. They'd had to deal with Marvin's body. Mm-hmm. They'd had to deal with uh, Winston Wolf. Yeah, and all the while oh, the wolf's coming. Shit, motherfucker! That's all you had, had to say. <laughs> Uh, they're still sitting there, and they're still they're still <laughs> they're laughing. Yes, you know there's it, it just shows it's kind of the same thing as the, uh, I go and take a shit <laughs> to be to continued, be continued. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes out after they've taken hostage of everyone yeah. in the diner, <laughs> and it plays out into one of the oh god that scene is so yeah that's a good one 
That's really good because it's just for them it's everyday life, but the fact that the things that they're discussing in everyday life while they're just having breakfast, having just bacon, whether or, it's bacon and or he's having just pieces of a what muffin, muffin, yeah, You're just sitting there eating that muffin and you decided that, yeah. Well, yeah. basically, I just decided that I'm just going to walk the earth, like well, like Cain and Kung, Kung Fu. Kung Fu. <laughs> I swear I thought you were going to go with the dinner scene from Texas Chainsaw Massacre for some reason. <laughs> no, that's that's, what, I didn't even really I, didn't I thought even really that's think what you were going to do. I thought, I that's swear, a good one. that's why I said Toby Hooper before you said anything. And I'm like, he's going there. That's going to be his number one. Wow, that's really weird. That's messed up. Okay, this will be an interesting conversation. <laughs> that's not the case. Pulp Fiction, much, much better. I approve of your choice. So, <laughs> there it is, kids. There's your your Thanksgiving pick six of uh, food scenes in movies. We will be back yeah. at a point in history. Yes, you know not what? Yet to be let's, determined. Uh, let's get we... together. Let's get together for Christmas. That sounds wonderful. Let's do a let's do a gift exchange too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll get. Just don't go over five bucks. Well, uh, I I may just because. Well, don't go over fifty bucks. Okay. I didn't, go, I didn't go over two, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, gang, uh, thanks for thanks for participating and, and being involved. We'll be back. We're going to do you a little Christmas episode, I guess. Let um, the uh, food uh, digest. Do you want to go ahead and tell them? We want to go ahead and tell them what we talked about doing for Christmas. That way, they if they want to yeah, watch. Yeah, we're doing a non-Christmas and a Christmas movie paired together that have nothing to do with each other other than the fact that they take place during Christmas. And those movies are... Batman Returns. And National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. So if you need to uh, watch up, refresh, you've got you got a month. you got about 30 days, and we'll yeah. see you probably the, the Friday before Christmas. Don't eat the uh, raisin stuffing, though. Grandma stuck her finger in it. <laughs> Six-Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six-Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six-Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. In Southeast Asia, we call this type of thing bad karma.